0: Live from WDBM East Lansing, this is The Undercurrent, a bi-weekly news feature show produced by students at Michigan State University, exploring how national news stories affect the Michigan State community. Hello and welcome to The Undercurrent. You are listening to Season 14, Episode 2, and I'm your host, Claire Baccarella. Today's guest is a Michigan State University senior studying graphic design as well as Miss Spirit of the State 2023 within the Miss America organization. Her unique talent of speed painting went viral over the summer, surpassing over 3 million views on TikTok. Following her top 10 placement at last year's Miss Michigan competition, she is preparing to compete for the crown again this June. Everyone, please welcome Maya Schutnik. Hi, Maya. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Hello. I don't know where you got all that information,
1: but it made me feel so good about myself. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. That was really nice.
0: Yeah, so first of all, can you please tell us about about the Miss America organization and how you got involved? Yeah, I got involved actually like, within the last two years. I joined last year.
1: I thought I'd give a local competition a shot just to kind of understand the organization, see what it was about. And then I was lucky enough to win a title. So that was really cool getting to go to Miss Michigan Um when I fully was not expecting to. And then this year being able to go back again, um, it's been really cool and a really good learning experience for me. What drives you to compete? Mm, I think something for me, service is a huge part of what we do in the Miss America organization. And my social impact initiative is called Art for All. And really, I just wanna share the message of how important the arts are and the opportunities that they have to offer. Um, Like you mentioned, I'm a senior graphic design student and the arts have always been a home for me to express myself. So being able to share that message as Miss Spear of the States, um, or even on the Miss Michigan stage is a huge opportunity. And I look forward to taking advantage of that.
0: You have a unique talent in the pageant world, speed painting. I understand that you only recently discovered your talent for speed painting. So how did you get started with that? Yeah, so funny story. In the Miss
1: America organization, you need a talent. And uh, if you know me, I cannot sing, I cannot dance. Uh, I could try, but it wouldn't do me well in the pageant world. So I really had to think about what I was good at, what are my passions, and I heard his beat painting, but never tried it before. I'm, I'm actually not really a painter. I'm a design student, but um, I do love drawing, so I gave it a shot, and I practice so, so, so much to the point where my hands were really, bloody. Like I could not practice this Michael Jackson anymore. But um, after hours and hours and days and weeks of preparation, um, I figured out I could speed paint. So now I speed paint other content on TikTok after my video blew up my Miss Michigan talent.
0: Can you speak to what it was like to not only be successful with a non traditional talent, but to also have it blow up on TikTok?
1: So, funny story actually. I competed a few times before I won a title, and one of the most like validating moments was winning a talent award at Miss Shortline. And I didn't win the competition, but I won talent. So that was super cool. Going into Miss Michigan, I really wanted to compete well with my talent. That was like my goal. And I didn't win a prelim talent award. There was two, and um, I wasn't heartbroken, but I was kind of like, dang, like that stinks. I really, really wanted that. And then after Miss Michigan, I didn't make top five. Um, But I posted my talent just to see what would happen and see if other people liked it. So then getting the validation from other people that it was interesting and they did connect with them um, when it blew up, got over 3 million views, was really, really cool. And it was a validating experience for me. But yeah, that was super cool. And it kind of opened my eyes to some people will like an on traditional talent and some maybe won't connect with it as well.
0: And that's okay. But um, that was a learning experience. I know you painted Michael Jackson last year for your talent. Are you painting something different this year? And how do you decide what to paint? Of
1: course I'm painting something different this year. Um, So with Michael Jackson, the video blew up. Um, There were a lot of comments of people who maybe didn't like Michael Jackson. Um, As a person, didn't agree with what he stood for. I personally love Michael Jackson. But this year, I'm really putting a lot of intent into what I'm painting, who I'm painting. So... This year, I chose to do a very powerful female role model of mine. I think it's important to highlight women, so I'm excited to do that this year um, and see who else relates to that.
0: What are some of the skills and experiences you have had here at MSU that have helped you to be successful in the pageant world?
1: Mm, I'm an art student, so we do critiques a lot. And basically, you get feedback on things that you're doing, and it can be good, it can be bad. But overall, it's a good learning experience. So being able to go to a competition and not win or not place, um, it's a learning opportunity. And being able to take criticism and how to improve, I think, is really important in the organization. So that's a skill I learned in my classes, uh, but it's a very good learning tool as well.
0: What are your plans and career goals after graduating from MSU this spring? I'll I'll be honest, I don't know. Um, I'm looking forward to
1: just really focusing on going to Miss Michigan this year. It's a quick turnaround from graduation to the competition. So leading up to the competition, I'm really focusing on my prep. Um, but after the competition, I hope to move to the other side of the state. Um, I'm from southwest Michigan, and being able to move towards Detroit would be really cool um, and working in design. But I'm not sure what or when or where. I'm very open to whatever The world's opportunities are uh, to me, but I'm really not pushing anything right now.
0: The Miss America organization is one of the largest scholarship providers for women. How much have you earned from your time competing that has helped you to achieve your educational goals here at MSU?
1: I've earned around $3,000 in just the last year alone. And I just actually got to pay all that off for my tuition this semester, which is really cool. Miss Michigan alone, I won um, $1,500. And then similarly, between all the other competitions I've done is the same amount. Um, but yeah, that was a really cool opportunity. Top 10 gets $1,000. And then I got a $5,000 service award from Kaylani, um, or a $500 service award from Kehlani. And that was super cool. So um, having that opportunity and having that scholarship money to go back into my
0: education is so amazing. How have you benefited from competing in the Miss America organization? I've learned a lot about
1: myself in the last year. Uh, After COVID, I really struggled with anxiety and like leaving my house. I couldn't go to the grocery store without having a panic attack. And I grew up having stage fright. So when I decided I wanted to join the Miss America organization, it was kind of crazy, and it seemed like something that was so um, out of reach, ever being Miss Michigan, ever holding a title, um, because I could barely speak in front of a crowd. I've grown a lot and I've learned a lot. And I think that the opportunities that they've given me um, for just self-growth is something really amazing that I'm so thankful for. And um, I continue looking forward to becoming a better speaker, becoming a better person, advocating for the arts more.
0: And tell us what it was like to compete at Miss Michigan, because that's an opportunity that not many people are able to have.
1: It was crazy. Uh, I blacked out the entire experience. It's a week long. So you show up, and I had never been before. Uh, The title I won that year was sweeps. So basically you compete, and then the next day is Miss Michigan Orientation. So I got thrown in the deep end. I was like, hey, y'all, I don't know what I'm doing here. But I had a really amazing director named Dee Lind, and she really took me under her wing and help me through the week. Uh, But it's a long process of doing rehearsals and getting ready for interviews and having a prelim night and then finals night and only the top 10 compete at finals. So I was so honored to be a part of that top 10. Um, So I really got the full experience of what it meant to go to Miss Michigan, but it was crazy for sure.
0: And how are you preparing to compete at Miss Michigan for the second time? I would love to hear not only how you prepare, but also how you get in the right headspace to compete. Of course, I, again,
1: like I said last year, I had no idea what I was doing. I was kind of there for a good time, not really a long time, uh, but I tried my best. Uh, This year, I'm preparing mentally more than anything. It's a really long week, and I didn't take care of myself the way I should have mentally. I wasn't eating enough. I wasn't drinking water. I actually, like, lost 10 pounds during this Michigan week because I was so stressed and wasn't drinking any water. Um, But this year, I'm really preparing for not only the competition, but what happens after the competition, win or lose. I want to be happy with how I performed. I want to be at peace with what I've done leading up to it and knowing that I've made a difference. Um, But really taking care of myself mentally, physically, emotionally, making sure that I'm just enjoying the experience, I think is what makes it worth it in the end.
0: Yeah. And after placing in the top 10 at your first year competing, Mm. do you feel any added pressure to succeed this year?
1: I don't think so. Um, I've definitely heard maybe if if I was top five, I'd be like, oh, that's a little scary. Um, But no, I don't feel any pressure. I know I can only do my best. And something that's so crazy about these competitions is that they're so subjective. If I am not what the judges are looking for, that's okay. I can walk away understanding that, but um, you never know if it's you or not. And uh, I feel like, if anything, I just leave knowing that I did my best. Um, But making top 10 again would be pretty cool. That would be pretty sweet.
0: And could you tell us a little bit more about your social impact initiative, Art for All, and kind of how that got started and what you do with it? Yeah. So
1: like I mentioned, um, I'm really into the arts. And... Growing up, the arts were a place for me to go to express myself. I really struggled. My mom got sick when I was younger. She had breast cancer. And I didn't know how to deal with my feelings in any sort of way. And luckily for me, my public school art class was a place for me to go and to kind of cope with those emotions. Um, Looking forward, even in college now, I use the arts to express myself and to kind of get out all those feelings that I'm having. So with my platform, I really try to show other people those great qualities. And art can be for anyone. It can be for young kids. It can be for elderly people, um,
0: people of all abilities. And it's just a really cool thing that I think we all can learn from. You traveled to Connecticut this past December to watch the 101st Miss America pageant. Can you tell us what that experience was like?
1: So, funny story. Uh, long story short, all my finals got pushed to the week before. And Miss America falls on finals week. So I kind of was like, hey, mom, I think we should uh, go to Connecticut and watch Miss America. And she's like, no way. Like, you have finals. There's no way we can do that. And then I was like, no, like finals are done. I can do it. And we booked a last minute ticket to Miss America. I had no idea what we were doing. Uh, believe it or not, there's not much to do in Connecticut besides watch Miss America. So, we went to Mohegan Sun, and we stayed there, and being able to be in that atmosphere was truly insane. Um, and it also, it was really eye-opening to see that Miss America isn't this crazy concept that isn't obtainable. It's just a competition like Miss Michigan or Miss Sphere of the State. And it was really cool seeing the different women compete from all over the the nation, really, and um, getting to see all their different qualities and quirks that they had. But watching our Miss Michigan Melissa perform was very, very cool, and seeing all the Miss Michigan girls there as well was a really amazing opportunity.
0: So I know there are a lot of negative stereotypes surrounding pageants. Many who don't know assume that the girls are mean, pageants are degrading, and other things like that, but Mm -hmm. can you set the record straight for us and tell us what competing in pageants is really like? I think it's one of the
1: most amazing opportunities to really learn who you are as a person. Um, I grew up, Hearing those stereotypes. And I think the Miss America organization does a really good job breaking those down and creating well-rounded women who can speak and that have passions and drive and are well-rounded and have talents. Um, Again, I just I think the women in this organization are so amazing and the sisterhood is a huge part of it. I remember going to my first competition and I was terrified. I was like, I have no friends. I don't know any of these women. And now we're in a huge group chat and we talk all the time. So um, the sisterhood that I've gained, the, friendship that I, the friendships I've gained, um, the mentors really um, are something that I'm forever grateful for this organization for. And I hope more women continue to go out to break down those stereotypes and to really learn from themselves like what this organization has to offer.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Actually, so many women who compete in these pageants say that it's a sisterhood. Mm. And also where you'll find your future bridesmaids. Do you think you might have found any future bridesmaids yet?
1: Girl, of course. Come on now. Um, It's just you're put in such an awkward position. Like competing can be really weird and it can be scary. And having someone to look in the eye and be like, "Okay, we're going to go dance on stage in front of people um, and get judged for it. Like, it's such a crazy concept, and it really brings you together in the, weird, the weirdest way. Um, you also get really tired during competitions and kind of goofy and silly. So having someone to vent to and having someone to connect in that way is really amazing. And I think um, the sisterhood is unlike any other because you are put in this really like weird situation.
0: Yeah, I know you touched on this a little bit before, but many girls compete, but only one will win. So what mm-hmm. have you learned from the times you have competed but not taken home the crown? I competed a few times before I won one. And even when I did win, uh, I didn't think it was me. I didn't think I was
1: the one who was going to win. Um, but I think there's a lot to learn from watching yourself and seeing how you can grow. Uh, one of the most painful things to do is to watch yourself back on tape during a competition. Um, but I think that's the best way to learn. I had to watch myself in a private interview and I like, closed my eyes like this the entire time. because I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't. Um, But learning from those moments and learning how to continue speaking is the best way to understand and grow. So I do that. But um, I think the best advice I've ever heard before was at Miss Shoreline. A past queen said, you know, go out there and perform your best and you will leave feeling, feeling fulfilled. And I did that. I gave my best performance I could. I lost. But I left feeling more fulfilled than I had when I won titles. So I really try to take that in
0: consideration when I am. Um, competing so wardrobe can be a big part of getting ready for competition do you have any of your wardrobe picked out yet for Miss Michigan and you can you give us any sneak peeks or teasers oh my
1: gosh I will show you my phone right now but basically I went to Viper a Viper apparel last this last weekend actually and I got this beautiful beautiful ah, oh my gosh I don't want to explain too much I got this beautiful piece of wardrobe for my talent, and talent is the hardest thing to get wardrobe for because I had paint flying everywhere, and um, I had to be able to move and walk and move my arms and flip canvases and do this and do that. So I put on two uh, items at Viper, and I fell in love with the second one, and we bought it just like that. So uh, I'm very grateful for Viper and all the help they gave me, and I will for sure show you a photo after this is over.
0: Looking forward to that. But can you tell us about the phases of competition and which is your favorite? I think it changes, um,
1: especially since there's so many changes happening to the Miss America organization right now. The phases of competition that I've experienced in the past are changing. So based off what it has been um, last year at Miss Michigan, it starts off with your private interview. And I love interview. It's super nerve-wracking when you walk in, but I really look forward to getting to show them my personality, getting to show them my passions, what I'm into. Um, and then beyond after your private interview, you go on with your day, and the show starts out. There's an opening number. That's not scored. But then you go into your social impact pitch and uh, on stage question. That part terrifies me. <laughs> um, that's my weakest part of the competition. I think that's something that's changing right now in the Miss America organization. I can't speak on that, but... Um, after that, you have talent and I also love talent. It's a minute 30 where you get to show something that you're passionate about. And then after that is red carpet wear where you get to wear a dress. And I'm not great at walking in heels. So, um, out of all those, I'd say private interview is my favorite. Um, so yeah, that, that's my answer.
0: So many women will compete for years in pageants and never earn a title. Mm-hmm. What is your secret to success? Again, I, I learn through
1: watching myself, and it is the hardest thing to do. Um, I'll have my mom record me on stage and see little nervous ticks that I do, or like if I'm wobbling, I don't know. Um, but beyond learning from myself and learning from past experiences, I am just 100% authentically myself in interviews. My favorite question I've ever been asked was, what fictional character is? Um, like, what fictional character would you be? And I was like, "Oh my goodness, have you ever seen New Girl?" And they were like, yeah, I've seen New Girl. And I was like, I am Jessica Day. Like, I'm Jessica Day, 100%. I went on a tangent about it. Five seconds later, I'm like, you know what? Actually, I'm like Nick Miller. I'm not like Jessica Day at all. Like, I am just weird and goofy, and I moonwalk out of situations. And um, I think I won that competition (laughs) based off that answer. And uh, I won it off my personality. So I think just being authentically myself, even if it isn't what people think um, a pageant girl would be.
0: Being a title holder comes with the duties of a role model. Can you tell us about a special moment you've had on an appearance or a time you've made an impact that sticks out to you? I had a really fun event last year and we did chalk art
1: um, in my hometown at the farmer's market. And I didn't think many kids would show up. It was kind of a hot day and I was just waiting there with the crown and banner with some chalk on the sidewalk. And I had so many kids come up to me wanting to touch the crown and thinking I was a princess, which is very kind. But when I had the opportunity to draw with them and to communicate with them in that sort of way was really cool. There was a little boy, uh, his name was Josh, and he came up to me and he just started breaking all of the chalk. And I was like, oh, no, like we can't do that. Like I, we we taught him how to use the chalk properly. And after he broke most of the chalk, um, he finally sat down and started coloring with it. So seeing that growth that he had in that moment and being able to be a role model for him and show him what it, we're supposed to do with chalk – was a really cool opportunity because he actually really enjoyed it by the end.
0: What is your biggest takeaway from your time in the Miss America organization?
1: I think you get what you put into it. Um, If you're willing to go into this opportunity or these really amazing experiences with an open mind, you'll get a lot out of it. If you go thinking like, I'm going to go in and I'm going to win this competition, I think you don't leave with that kind of validation. I go in looking to make friendships, looking forward to talking to my friends, uh, watching my friends, learning things about myself in the personal interview, getting to talk to the the panelists and share what I'm passionate about. Um, So really just trying to be a better person in this organization and letting that take me where it does, Um, but having an open mind and really allowing myself to grow, I think. Tell us about your relationship with the arts growing up. I went to... um, Public school that didn't have a lot of money for their art program. And um, I remember being a senior in high school, we didn't have money to get glazes for our ceramics class. So me and a bunch of other students sat down and we thought of a fundraiser and we made ornaments and we sold them at our Christmas on the Court um, basketball game. So we raised money for our class and we got all the supplies we needed. But that's why I'm really passionate about sharing resources and supplies and donations to public schools and to other organizations that need them um, because the arts have so much to benefit us and people sometimes just don't have those resources.
0: Yeah, so art programs are often among the first to be cut in schools. Why are the arts important? I think
1: the arts offer so many opportunities to change your life. If you look at me, I'm pursuing a degree and also a career in design And if I didn't have my public school education, uh, my art classrooms, and my art teachers through the past, I don't know if I'd be doing that. And it's changed my life. It's given me an opportunity to learn about myself. And when I was in my darkest times, I used the arts to express myself. And being able to share that message with everyone, I think, is really important. And talking to school boards, talking to educators, and letting them know that the arts are a necessity in education and in life in general, I think is really important.
0: How can the arts make a difference in the society we live in today?
1: I use my art to share messages. The artwork I make is usually um, driven to things in society that I want to see. I once had a professor here at Michigan State say, "Never make safe art, and to make art that can make a difference." So when you're creating, I think it's important that you can share messages about changes you want to see in society. It's a little bit harder to teach that the children, but I think to older the older crowd and um, to more mature people you can really make a difference with the art you make, and it can make an impact. So teaching people that and understanding that in my own artwork um, is something that drives me to be a creative.
0: Yeah, so I'm wondering, hearing about that, what is a piece of art that you've made that you are the most proud of or that stands out to you? I made a piece of art. It was the craziest class ever. It was a casting
1: class here. So basically it was like casting of the human body, and we worked with molds a lot and sculpture, and i have never done that before. And I made this really cool sculpture. It was this huge, like, leaning cake, but it was like styrofoam cakes. They weren't real cakes. And I decorated them and I called it, I named it Society. And it was things in society that I think we celebrate that shouldn't. And uh, like some of the topics on there was like violent victory, guns and other things that I feel like people praise in society that don't deserve that recognition um, or as much recognition as they do get. So that was my favorite piece I've ever made. It was huge. I was so sad the day I had to throw it away in my apartment complex dumpster because I just couldn't uh, It didn't fit anywhere. So that was one of my greatest memories. And I really enjoyed that class here as well.
0: And what is something you've achieved through your social impact Art for All that you're most proud of? I think
1: opening the mind. So with Art for All, yes, I make donations. Um, We've donated to so many different organizations like Blossom Land Learning Center. Um, Oh, my gosh, I'm like blanking. Beacon Children's Hospital, um, all these other places that really just benefit people, senior centers, um, schools, middle schools, elementary schools, you name it. Um, But something that within the organization that I think was really rewarding was allowing people to understand that non-traditional talents are something really interesting in this organization and inspiring more girls who don't have traditional talents to compete. So again, sharing that message of speed painting was a really fun way of letting people know that the arts are relevant, but then also letting them know that they can be a part of this organization even if they can't sing or dance like me. So that was a really um, cool part about it as well.
0: And moving forward with your social impact, what are your biggest goals and plans for Art for All? I really, 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 really
1: would love to finish this coloring book I'm working on. And I'm making a coloring book based off the state of Michigan, and I hope for that to be a charitable coloring book. Um, For everyone sold, one is donated, um, or whatever we figure it out to be. But working on that right now is really cool. I look forward to going on like a statewide school tour, going into schools, showing kids my talent, uh, donating coloring books is something I do and giving presentations about why the arts are important.
0: Wow, that's so cool. Thank you. <laughs> and how can we make the arts more accessible to everyone? That's
1: that's the hardest part. Uh, me personally, I fundraise like no other. I donate thousands of dollars worth of art supplies and being able to do that, um, I can't necessarily give them... All the supplies in the world, but if I can give them some crayons or some coloring books or paint or anything to just get people started in, in um, being creative and understanding the arts and all that they have to offer, um, I've done my job. But until we keep talking about how important the arts are and making sure that they're a staple in our education system, I think that's the most I can do for the time being.
0: And who is an artist or creator that you admire the most? Oh my goodness, that's a great question. Hmm, let me
1: think. Uh, first person that comes to my head is my professor, um, Parisa, and she was just amazing. She did this really cool exhibition at the Broad um, Art Museum on Grand River-ish, and um, she's just really inspiring to me because she makes art that makes a difference. And she inspires me to continue to use my voice to make a difference in advocacy, in art education, and um, I really look up to her in a lot of different ways.
0: Not only are the arts your social impact initiative, they're also your major as a graphic design student. Why did you choose to study graphic design?
1: I had no idea what graphic design was when I picked my major, which is ridiculous. I was like, I like the arts and graphic design seems like a cool major. Uh, I had never touched Adobe software. Uh, I've never touched a computer doing art. Digital art was never a thing. I don't know why I picked graphic design. And it's funny because I don't even know if I want to be a graphic designer at this point, but I'm graduating with a degree. So uh, I plan to work in design. Not sure what kind of design yet, uh, but it it was a really cool uh, experience being able to come to MSU and go, this isn't what I thought I signed up for um, or what I chose to do with my life. But I've grown to love it more. I've grown to love parts of it more than, than others. I like Photoshop. I like After Effects, I like motion design. Um, But it's funny that I steer away from things like Illustrator um, more so.
0: Yeah, well, thank you, Maya, for joining us today. And good luck at the upcoming Miss Michigan competition. Thank you so much. And that's it for our show. Thank you to our station manager, Delaney Rogers, general manager, Jeremy Whitting, and program director, McKenna Louds. See you next time on The Undercurrent.